0: and you're listening to the mixer this is week number four ish and i'm here with Mick Faye. i'm Hello. eric and we've got a nice little show to bring to you this week we have news on three different dublin divisions this or Leinster divisions are football, and we've got three different football associations to bring to you this week. What a, br- a new one that you haven't heard on the show before. You've heard it mentioned like a fable, but this week we actually have information on it. Well, Mick does. It is the the infamous, the famous, the Ah,
1: oh, yes, I have. I have news. We have a trophy. Someone has won a trophy. It's March. Yes, it's March. I don't know what day March is. It is the third. But, but someone has won a trophy already in the AOL, so we'll talk about that later.
0: Okay, that's good. So we're going to start off with the opening questions as we do every week. And we got two questions this week. One was regarding coffee, and the other one's regarding bangers. <laughs> no, not, not, not like my banger or Mick's banger, but the football and bangers. <coughs> so. <laughs>
1: okay. so, question one was what is the best coffee on the road? On the road, uh, Circle K is the correct answer. Circle K, yeah, the garage. You, Circle K, is uh, the correct answer. As um, he drinks Frank and Honest coffee, yeah, because <laughs> I, I might
0: have gone for for Frank and Honest. To be fair, I'd say anything but Apple Green. That would be my answer. Yeah, although I have stopped in many in Apple Green, but I would I would be inclined <clears throat> to avoid Apple Green for coffee.
1: Yeah, no, I um, there's the the new one in. Is a I don't know it's called Rosa. Good, good. See, presentation is important as well. I think Circle K also have the nice cu- nicer cups, but the frank and honest black is is p- slick and it's professional and it's. But taste wise, it's it's Circle K for me.
0: Well, that's that's fair enough. But I'd be I'd be frank and honest. And if you disagree with us, let us know on Twitter as you have been on. Twitter and other forms of social media. You've been. We have
1: our first bit of fan mail.
0: Yeah, we we have no shortage <laughs> of people telling us they don't agree with us, which is great. Really love it. It's what we're Super. into. Super. So I want to wake up to
1: in the morning. Uh, so we got our first bit of fan mail there, and I just wanted to read it out, just as a as a thank you to. We're to gonna, so we're not going to talk about our bangers though. No? Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Go on, go ahead. Um, what about me, banger? So See, uh, no. The thing is, I like bangers in the sense of. Well, just call them slashes. Left them with potatoes and beans. Um, bit of red sauce, not with the beans, because you wouldn't mix. But uh, is that what I'm talking about?
0: No, so <laughs> we're talking about playing a player who is suspended or not part of your club whatsoever. And we all know clubs do it. We all know clubs that do it, but we do know clubs who don't do it. Yeah, speaking to the liberties manager today, who we'll talk about later on the podcast. A couple of things he said was, well, one of them was that they were playing a game, they end up losing the game, but he said it was due to two of their players being suspended, two of their better players, which he didn't he didn't say it to kind of cover himself to say, I don't play bangers. It was just in conversation. Yeah, well, that's so, why know, they lost that game. You know what, what kind of team they are. They don't want to go out and just play a player for the sake of it. They might have only had 11 that day and them two could have been a big help.
1: Yeah, listen, it's... I have an issue with, with teams doing it badly. Like, in the sense that, they, like, when they. So, so player, getting caught? Getting, but getting caught in the sense of it being blatantly obvious. Like, say, if you had a player sent off last week and he's one of your main players and everyone is going to be aware of him because you're in the league a while and then the following week, it's just, his name's on the card. Blatant. Like, like if you're going to do it, do it. Like, if you're going to play a banger. Be clever about it. You <laughs> this is now turned into tips how to play virus, But like So, so make you're, you're not against bangers at all. I am, obviously, yes. <laughs> play with rules and everything like that, but um yeah, no, I I've I more of an issue with teams being stupid doing it. Like in the sense of as I just explained, someone's suspended last week and just him, and you just don't even hide it and then you go Oh sure, geez, I didn't know. Like well, you did know and just hide it better. If you have a Mick Faye who was suspended last week and you have a Mick McKay um, in your squad as well and Mick Faye wants to play the following week, you put him down as Mick McKay. Do you get me? Yeah, I mean... Just be clever about it. Don't put him down as Johnner and his name is Gareth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough.
0: But um, I, I would disagree with entirely... If you're going to if you're gonna get yourself suspended, you deserve to sit out. I know at our level it's probably not feasible, you might not only get eleven people up and you're not gonna play a game with ten men and you're definitely not gonna give the walk over for nothing. Hmm. But I still think teams should be playing by the rules, at least in the sense that if your players don't have discipline, make them sit out the bans.
1: Yeah, no, I, 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 I get where you're coming from from that point of view. I guess at our level. Um if your team's only getting eleven and twelve up, and they've a couple of suspensions, now you can get suspensions for four yellows, five yellows, depending on the league you're in. Do you know what kind of way? So, uh, sorry lads, can't we're gonna have to give you a walkover next week because we've two lads suspended. Do you know what I mean? The, that, that that team's probably on their knees as it is. Do you know what I mean? They're probably not gonna stay long in the league, regardless. But um, yeah, it's 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 fairly cut and dry. You shouldn't be playing bangers, but in the sense of if you are playing bangers, just be. Don't be stupid about it. Um yeah. be 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 better. Be better to- or cheat. If you're gonna cheat, do yeah. well.
0: If you're gonna whip your banger out covered up. Exactly. <laughs> Top tip. <laughs> <laughs> so Especially <laughs> in this weather. <laughs> yes. <it was laughs> you wouldn't have much of a banger out there in the snow anyway. because yeah. it's gonna be yeah, off and yeah. that end.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll move on to our fan mail. So one of our um You only heard about this Two minutes ago, so it's 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 still fresh to you. Whereas me I I don't care anyway. Do you know if someone says we think you're shy or your podcast is brutal. I was like, yeah man. Thanks for listening. Oh no, Mick. <laughs> I might not sleep tonight now. That's it. I'm gone. Uh so this is uh <laughs> I'm Mick, you're saying absolute mass about the OT Oscar trainer campaign. Half your information is wrong. I was the only player who had McDonalds. So what?
0: Fat bastard.
1: Now we get into it. I'd still be better than 90% of the keepers in this league, even if I was in a wheelchair. I'll
0: just stop you there. Is this this fella's very big on his stats. 50% of her information was wrong half, and now he's better than 90% of the, of the keepers. I just I just like his background before we get into this further. I am going to pick this apart, by the way. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm just reading the fan mail. <laughs> let's, let's go through it, because I haven't seen so it. I do log on to
0: the forum, because so it's,
1: it's a sewer. Next, um, his final two lines are... Pretty accurate. You are two piss-poor footballers talking like you actually know something. If you want some guidance on proper opinions, invite me on your show, Ta. Uh, you can come on the show anytime you want. Uh, the invite's out there. Yeah, actually uh, I actually wasn't with- expecting that last bit there. Now I, now I may have. I may take stuff
0: back if he comes on the show until then, I will be the keyboard warrior sitting behind this mic. I'm just a man of the
1: internet talking shit at the moment. He's a really good goalkeeper, to be fair. To so good. I think he took. I uh, took. Uh, so I didn't say. I can't remember, I don't remember what I say on the podcast. To be honest with you, But uh, if we criticise you, sorry, you, you were not able to take it. I don't. Don't remember criticising you though. But yeah, sure, look. look um, I just. I think like you're going to in heavy here. I, I, no, you're after no, I'm just, lashing that whiskey back there. I just, <laughs> it was just to get rid of. It was getting warm. Um,
0: no, like I mean. Look, I'm sorry you got offended and stuff, but we're just two men on the internet, and you shouldn't really take our, take our
1: opinions too I seriously. Say, I would say definitely don't get angry on the internet. It's look, top if, tip.
0: Yeah, mix mix a very good fisher on the internet, and I'd actually love to see his reply to that. If he did even reply, if he didn't reply, it's even better because you're
1: probably what did falling. I reply? No, I did reply. I can't not reply. Yeah, he's uh, saying, I said what? thanks for the feedback. Appreciate you. Listen, uh, <laughs> we will get you on next year uh, for an in depth interview. Hopefully, you might be you might be lucky enough to accept the invite. Uh, keep listening though. Sure, look. But anyway, um, he said he he was he was he was eating McDonald's.
0: And I'm assuming looking at the Oscar train number, since we're talking statistics, there's a like oh sorry. Hit the thing there. You probably heard that louder than I did. But um statistically, if he was on the Oscar trainer team, there's a high likelihood he plays
1: for VEC. Uh yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's high. So look, me They're and him way. are good at stats. Yeah, there you go. Um So he'll be playing Liberties the
0: weekend. Yes. Uh, we might have to have a look at that. A few live tweets. <laughs> I bring you a McDonald's. Just let me know if you want the the McMuffin or the sausage and egg McMuffin, whichever one you want, or if you like the toasties and that. Give me a shout. I'll sort you out. And I'm not even joking. If you get onto our Twitter and tell me what McDonald's breakfast you want, I will bring you McDonald's to that game. And yeah, that, that is a- 100% fact. You can take a picture of me with the McDonald's next Saturday and I'll shake your hand for... Being sound, just don't hit me for for calling you
1: out. Yeah, so so episode four and you're already asking people not to hit you. I listen, I thought it'd be quicker. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's like, Oh keeper, he won't catch me anyway. <laughs> okay, um so that's that one. That's the fan mail. Uh get your fan mail in, you might get a read out. You might even get an invite on the podcast. We'll bring you up into our little room.
0: That wasn't the only family we got. You you went fishing on Twitter during the... Or not on Twitter, on the <laughs> other one, on the Facebook during the week. Uh, and you caught a fish. And there was a man from Dunshockland, fairly disappointed with what I said about the 4G coverage.
1: Uh, no, t- t- let's just kind of be serious for a second. They were disappointed in the fact that we reported something wrong last week. Um, apparently something serious happened, so apologies about that part. Well, we um, didn't know that part. Yeah. We, just,
0: we just have to go on the information we're given, and if that information is wrong, lads, there's not much we can do. One of the points where why do we report on games that we're not at, and if we only reported at things we went to, we wouldn't have podcasts.
1: This would be the Albury podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, we'd have nothing to do. Like, there's no, there's no podcast unless we report at things we don't
1: go to. Like, we could do a podcast about like getting a four-year-old dressed in the morning and taking her to school, and
0: yeah, well, I can't do that, Mick, because that'd be fairly weird. I don't have kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Um uh, yeah. So yeah, we got some fan mail, and um... someone's asking about Liverpool. There, Mick. Um, how are we getting on? How's Liverpool now? I don't know. How is Liverpool now? Anyway, sorry. Don't don't be getting distracted by that. Sorry. We're live on Instagram as well. If you, if you this don't one follow one. our Instagram, go ahead. Who are you telling? We're live on
0: Instagram. This is a pre-recording. This going out tomorrow. We were live on Instagram. You missed
1: it. No, <laughs> stay so for twenty four hours so you can. Get on Instagram. There you go. Follow us on Instagram. Right, this is... Where are we? Why are you asking me about Dunshockland? So, yeah, I said apologies for... Apparently someone was kicked in the head during a fracas or a a shindig or whatever they call it. Um, And, yeah, so... We didn't report that, but we didn't know about it. We only get... I only get the information off the forum that I just read the fan mail from. There's no Dunshockland presence on the forum. So I'm only getting the could that
0: be down to the 40 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they yeah, said so the they coverage is fine but judging by an email I seen last week they're not really getting their emails ie suspension lists <laughs> so I mean the coverage might not be super but look they I'm do. not a network engineer
1: yeah anymore
0: a- so, let's but what sure. it was like, I could tell you he said his dad works for Aircom which is now Air so he was wrong there too but Air is like it's in the top four networks in Ireland like definitely in the top definitely four definitely top four yeah Vodafone 3 someone else and Meteor Like, let's go around, like Meteor the though it's Air yeah, yeah. Meteor is Air look anyway I don't really have too much time for them and fair play to all anyways and if you want to get annoyed about Division 2 and the that's UCFL that's what I said to them, they, they, and they went they, they, the two oh, boys best, sent me
1: a, an essay and I said lads it's UCFL Division 2 please don't get so angry
0: yeah, I know that. Anyway, I... move well, well, really on. let's move on to something that, yeah. important. I just want to, to clarify it that you I just couldn't give it. half a shite about the coverage in Dunshockland. Okay. Because with a bit of luck, I won't be there ever again. Next. Okay, what are we talking about next? Let's actually talk about football. Um, we are going to move into the
1: AUL. Ah, Nick, yes. you've got some information on the AUL. So, we had a trophy uh, dished out today. Uh, the first trophy, I think, of the season. Uh, Striker Online, and uh, the best place to go to for all your junior football coverage after the Mixer podcast, of course. Um, we're, we're out there and some great pictures online, um, Darndale Beach, Valley Park United of Finglas in the Select Foods Cup. Um, so it could have been a good weekend for the Finglas side of Valley Park United, Um they had caused an upset of the season in the AUL by beating Premier A Kingpins, as it says here. Usher Celtic in the AUL Challenge Cup, courtesy of a Darren Hughes goal. The seconds, who were playing today in the cup final, were edged out, as I said earlier, 2 1 by Darndale. Um, Darndale took the lead in the 21st minute when Kieran Walsh headed home a Carl Lewis free kick. In the same minute, though, this is interesting, keeper Joe Brady was red carded. For, as it says here, let's just say, ungentlemanly conduct. And Darndale went down to 10 men. I would absolutely love to know what he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll
0: am I'm. be honest with you, Mick. I am not going to make any comment on a team from Darndale. I'm sure maybe the ref got it wrong. That's all I'm going to say. 100%.
1: Now, <laughs> uh, no, so they, they were down to 10 men, and they increased the lead just before halftime through Mick McCabe when he got, through, uh, got to a through ball and rounded uh, the keeper to score. Uh, Darndale held the lead until four minutes from time when McAvoy headed home across from the right, having previously been denied by the feet of Rock. So that's uh, the replacement goalkeeper who actually ended up with man of the match. Uh, the fellow who came on for the fellow who was sent off uh, for ungentlemanly conduct, whatever that means. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Fair play to Darndale. You should follow them. uh, Follow Darndale on Facebook. They're very good on the Facebook. Also, Valley Park United. Very good on the Instagram. So, give them both a follow. Very good. And obviously, Striker Online. That's just me uh, kind of using the bare bones of the report. There's a fairly extensive report there on Striker Online. I didn't want to completely rob it. But, um... We're at week four, and this is our first bit of AUL we've done. So um, I was actually going to go out to that final today, but um, I had all the Guinness last night, so I was in bed till about stupid o'clock. So uh, yeah, very good win for Darndale. That's uh, first trophy of the season, uh, from what I can tell. So congrats to them, and we'll be getting into this a bit more now. Um, all the cup finals, they're they're getting down to the, we're getting into quarterfinal, semi final uh, area. So. Looking forward to that. We're hoping to get to uh, the Aviva for FAI Junior and Intermediate. We'll do our best. I'm going to try uh, have a chat with a few lads in the FAIs, seeing if they'll give me a bit of accreditation. Accreditation? They won't give me a credit. Wow, I can't even say. Sorry, Mick's struggling through his sentence here. I'm going to step (laughs) in. Mick's going to probably tell me he's going to talk to someone in
0: the FAI, and then he's probably not going to talk to anybody in the FAI, and we'll have to buy a ticket anyway. Generally, how it works. Yeah, that's (laughs) that. We can be excited for a couple of days thinking we'll be walking in with a set of headphones on us, but that is not going to happen. I'll be in the stands in a pair of tracksuit bottoms and an old Newcastle jersey, and we're going to watch some good football. Maybe get a beer afterwards, and then it'll be. Um, a hazy podcast on Sunday evening, that's probably what's going to happen there. If we can try and run a live podcast, if we can get around them logistics, we might see a bit of a bit of live podcasting. Is that something we might
1: be able to do? Absolutely not.
0: Right, well, let's ax that. <laughs> Forget I gotta set it, and this is great. I love the optimism we have. But that was the AOL anyway, that was the first time they featured on the
1: podcast, and fair play Oh, sorry, the AOL website is absolutely brilliant, by the way. I was on it today, doing a bit of research, and they've previews of the games, and then when you're clicking into the preview, they've head-to-heads, and then they've yellow card, red card stats, and everything like that. It's excellent. Really, really good. So, uh, for use the AUL. E- easily better than uh, UCFL, which isn't hard, but I would say it's better than the Leinster Senior League one as well.
0: What I don't like about the Leinster Senior League website is if you want to look at the tables, you have to keep regenerate in the table. Why can't they just show us a scroll-down menu of tables? Because yeah. that's easier. Because I'm interested in a few tables. I think we're going to ax the Instagram, are we? Yeah, just you just don't worry about that. Man. Okay, sorry, sorry. But um, yeah, I, I don't like that about the, the UCFL website, or the, the LSL website.
1: Um, I won't even get into what I don't like about the UCFL website. but um, Easy thing, but I just wanted to try that in AOL uh, website. is absolutely brilliant. And their Twitter feed is very good as well. They tend to go out to as many matches as they can and update you. Um, so give them all a folly there, all right?
0: And is that all you had to say about the AUL? That's everything. I told that was, you it was short and sweet. That's fair enough. Let's go with that. So we're going on to the LSL.
1: Yeah. Okay, um, so... Where do you want to start? Uh. Well, we had LSL action today in the sense of... I wanted to touch on... Good result today for Fairhouse Clover, Sacred Heart, Kill um, Nardin FC. Clover, Narden, Sacred, Fairhouse Rovers. Yeah. Um... So, uh video is on again striker online. They have the highlights up there, very good. Um they went out to Ballymun to uh face obviously Ballymon United. And first half it was all Ballymon pretty much. Uh Freehouse keeper pulled off some great saves as well as Ballymon missing a few few good chances one one in particular, uh which was which was a fairly badly wasted chance. Um, in the first half, and who knows if they had to probably put one of them in, they might have. Uh, they might have run away with it. Um, the only chance, pair of highlights uh, for freehouse was a goal line clearance from a corner just near t- towards the end of the first half. Um, our friend Janus, he told me how to pronounce his surname, and I the tweet is gone. Sorry, Giannis. uh I believe he scored today. He took the. He scored the first goal. Took the lead right side. Um, he was playing on the right, cut in on the left. Cut in on his left, I should say. Uh, f- lovely finish. Beated the keeper. Uh, beated the keeper. That was, yeah, that 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 was wasn't very even, poor, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't even done again, uh, yeah, yeah. Beat the keeper at his near post. Now the keeper would be very disappointed. I think, anyway, just from the camera angle and uh, from the striker online highlights. The second goal was lovely. Ball through, found striker on Devro. I believe I'm pronouncing that right as well his shot was saved well but the keeper couldn't hold on to it it was fairly sticky and the weather was brutal he couldn't hold it and Devro followed up and doubled the lead it's a good result for Fairhouse now because we spoke about week 2 they were on 5 points they were well adrift and we were talking about definitely getting relegated they're still bottom ok but they're on 11 points 2 wins in a row I believe uh, you were at that win last week um, they're a point now behind Newbridge who are um, obviously just above them in the table and Sword Celtic are on 15 points so uh, Feroz Clover are 4 points behind Sword Celtic and have a game in hand in them as well as Ballymoon, who are on 17 points so listen since the merger they've obviously found their feet um, they're starting to perform well last week was their first real good 90 minute performance from what I believe uh, for this, since the merger and Listen, they kind of got away with it today. If, if from the first half, highlight, only going off the highlights. So go on and check out for yourself. If you think I'm wrong, give the a tweet our podcast. If you tell me I'm brutal, if you agree with uh, our fan mail that I actually haven't got a clue what's going on, uh, let us know. But uh, I felt like if Baddie Moon had scored in the first half, just judging again from the highlights, probably would have been a different story. But uh, go in for them. Uh, what else have we got? Uh,
0: Transport play, played Bray there today as well. So maybe some 5-0. Um, two penalties by Troy Steadman
1: who we mentioned uh, who's 16. 16 16 year old uh, taking the
0: penalties for transport fair play to your pal, um, pal. Reese Pilsen got another one yeah Darren Kerrigan and an own goal made five and the manager ma- the man of the match was their defensive midfielder Philip Massey so that's a good win for them clean sheet
1: yeah Um good they were out there as well weren't they out in Bray they from, might correct. have
0: been. I've read it down like they're at home, but I wasn't really paying too much
1: attention. I, I they could be really sure they were it was away from home, but listen, uh, 5 0 is like the emphatic scoreline, isn't it? It's like yeah, this that's domination. Uh that that puts them top now. Uh with a game in hand. Cabin are two points back. So um really strong position. Bray, uh, FC are eleventh out of fourteen teams sorry out of thirteen teams because knockline have, have packed it in. Um so they're near the bottom there on ten points. Um so yeah really good win for transport their plan is to get up to intermediate in, in within three seasons so ambitious stuff from the lads out there but uh, really good um just a couple of LSL teams were also in action in the cup today. Um sorry Crono were in action against Colester. So the top two in the Leinster Senior League, went head-to-head in the FAI Intermediate Cup. And, again, we were going off reports that we got uh, from a friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, came into us and gave me a ring and kind of let me know what was going on. Um, and we went off to Twitter updates as well. So, Cumberland United are top of the league. Uh, Calester are second in the top division in the country. It was bound to be a cracker. Um. Uh, so the game went pattern of play you went to see Crumlin. what was it first week it was yeah so four weeks ago now um, the
0: infamous cold game yeah so and,
1: and you mentioned at the time that they constantly play out from the back and they stuck yeah, it to they it, it wide same as possible. again today uh, Mikey Quinn and Gall who you we were very impressed with on the first the first week very positive very encouraging um, they're constantly playing out the back they were caught out once or twice but they just don't stop that's their principle. That's how they play. They'll keep doing it. Um, at the back, you have left foot, centre half, uh, Blair. Played very well. Uh, as well as the main man um, today, man of the match, was John Sullivan. Or you know John from playing for Shells. He played for Dundalk a couple of years ago as well. Um, so he has decided to focus on his education this year. So he's turned down Premier Sides from the League of Worlds. To play for Crumlin this year. Uh plays centre mid, number six role just cleans everything up. A very good footballer. You're dealing with like someone who's played in the highest level in the country. Um so obviously he's going to make a big difference. Um they were creating chances through uh, the wide players, Craig Walsh and McGreal out wide, um using Jake Donnelly's feet, uh, playing up to his feet, he would lay off left and right. First goal was online. Uh, we'll tweet out later, but uh, it was from a free quick and Craig Walsh got ahead on it to put them one nil up in the first half. For Colester, um they approached the game kind of as if this is it this is like the biggest game so far and they were kind of obviously last eight of the FUE intermediate and they're playing Cronus so they kind of put the pressure on from the start in the sense of their style of play. So, lots of long throws, flick-ons, working off long balls, that kind of play. Um, Stephen Chambers uh, would be the standout for Colester today. He's also a former League of Ireland. Uh, they came into it after they went 1-0 down, um, but reluctant to kind of change their style of play. So, um, they just kept hoofing and hoofing and hoofing. Um, John Sullivan set up the second goal, played it through to Jake Donnelly. Uh, lovely ball through. Uh, he rounded the keeper and put them 2-0 up. Just a half time. Second half, going kind to of peter out. Uh, Crumlin's brain management was very good. Soap's at the right time. Um, just seen it out very well. Very professional job, especially second half. Um, McGreal scored towards the end to seal the deal. Uh, so 3-0. So they go through to um, the last four of the FAO Intermediate. Um, I'm right in saying and then Don't look
0: at me Mick I have a clue <laughs> <laughs> I
1: might have a sleep sitting yeah. here. Mick Mick was late today uh, and then also and they would be the only Dublin team left unfortunately because Collins Town uh, their game was called off last week remember due to the fog oh okay, that's in uh, Cork yes so they travelled down to Cork again this week uh, I know the, the goalkeeper Declan Woods his interview last week was very popular I enjoyed it anyway well not his interview but uh, the music in the background I mean, it put us four or things. six requests it was so for, enjoyable I don't know what that song was <laughs> <Deli>. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to give you the uh, rock mount point of view first of all before we hear from Declan so um, they took the lead in the 35-minute mark. Uh, Keane O'Driscoll broke away and he was braving the challenge with uh, Declan. Uh, he came out rushing and resulted in Keane getting his foot on the ball first and set up Daniel Duggan, who comfortably saw it home to put them 1-0 up just two minutes later. So, fairly quick fire, two goals. Uh, the lead was doubled and it was uh, Duggan again. Lovely ball delivered in from Keane Keller to the near post, and Dublin was there to put the ball in the net from a narrow enough angle. and They were 2 0 up, going into half time, going down to Cork. Nothing worse. You kind of think, right, let's throw the kitchen sink at it. It's kind of what they did. Um, as the report says on Rockmount's Facebook, it was obvious f- that the men from Dublin were not going to go down without a fight, and they pulled one back just three minutes into the second half, chair short. Headed home to put Collinsone back in the game. They continue to press. Three minutes into the second half, you'd like to think, "Geez, we've loaded loads of time here. Let's let's lump the ball up and see what we can do." But um, as we'll hear from Declan, he said it was a fairly sloppy game. wasn't great to watch. Um, and they saw it out and Rockman one two one. So we're gonna hear from Declan in just a second. And um, so he. So it's always them kind of games. Tr- getting a 2 ones
0: after half time. I was the, uh, the first thing I was thinking was I'd love to have been there to see that second half yeah and then for you to say it wasn't a great second half wasn't a great game in time kind of puts yeah. a, a downer on it but sure I'm going to play the audio from Collinstown now it only starts getting serious after about 32 seconds so I've moved the cursor up a little bit but it might not be banging on the 32 second marks so we could have a bit of an interlude before we get into the actual information but we're going to give it a bash anyway and see how it goes so this is from Collinstown that's awesome. Sunday
2: and I only realised on Monday morning, when he texted me, which did add to the fear, And I we'll must say. He's talking
0: about the record we um, sent in last week here, by the way.
2: Yeah, look, we went down to Cork exactly a week from, from the following week, um, from last week, um, for the half-seven kickoff. off so timing-wise it wasn't particularly great. So, most of the lads did go down on the bus, um, a few didn't, a few of the lads had work and other family commitments and stuff like that, so they hit down a little bit later, and um, so we kinda of kept the same routine. We got a bit of grub and Tipperary halfway down and uh, tipped on down to the ground. Um when we got there now I must say their groundsmen were doing a, a heap of work to try to get the pitch patched up as best they could. Um they were going about the pitch plunking loads of sand down in the puddles and just soaking it up as best they can and sweeping both goal out. Um the game itself it was fairly scrappy wasn't really a great game to watch. It was kind of ball in, ball out and trying to pick up second ball here and there. Um, it was a game of two halves, to be honest, which was kind of dictated by the strong wind. Um, in the first half, we defended fairly well, apart from five minute of madness. Um, a lot of the pressure kind of came in through long balls. A couple of free kicks they had at corners, um, which was fairly soaked up by either the two centre-halves or through balls from myself because they had the wind in the first half. And um, their first goal, Rockman's first goal, was a true ball. Um, nice run off the shoulder but by, the, by their number nine. Um, he took a bit of a heavy touch, I came out to meet it. Uh, so it was a heavy 50-50. And their two centre-halves then got around and covered, but the ball just bounced out of the 50-50 right onto your man's toe um, to slot it in. I think his name was Duggan or Danny Duggan or something. Um, so 1-0 then. Um, we pressed... Tip off, pressed fairly hard, um, nothing came of it, and then we got caught out within two minutes of that, ball came outside left, um, and the man just kind of daisy cut a ball across, your man was about 12 yards out, and he somehow just kind of swivelled him, and, and uh, hooked the ball in, and they just went in top in, there's nothing very, very little I could do about it, and uh, the pitch itself cut up fairly bad now, uh, it was heavy, it was very heavy, legs got torred fairly quick. Um, the pitch was, pitch itself was really narrow, um, and it was difficult kind of to play air advantages, which is pace going forward uh, and kind of playing in behind them and trying to turn them. It just wasn't really to be. The uh, the second half itself then was pretty much all Collins Town. Um, we scored from a set piece in the first five minutes of the first half. or second half, sorry, um, but other than that, though, they soaked up the pressure for the whole second half and um, they picked up a lot of the second ball and just kind of cleared it cleared up to their top men they didn't really commit forward they kind of just set defended in kind of two banks of five when they didn't have it and um, and just soaked it up any balls we tried to play through them they they obviously it was overloaded so it was, it was just picked up and cleared and we tried to play over the top it didn't really happen so all we really had was kind of just the boom balls in and um, one or two half chances. One, one that kind of stands out would be our left full cut inside their actual right hand side, smashed the ball in and um, the keeper made a fairly decent save point blank. Um other than that though, yeah, the match itself was it was a solid game. There was a good few tasty tackles and a el- few elbows thrown in, but uh, never really boiled over. And the game itself was in good spirit. You know, it was just a good battle. Um to be fair to to Rockmount, they put on a savage feed for us at the end um pitas and uh, sausages and you know everything there that you could ask for and um, everybody involved in their club are the salt of the earth and um, actually a very well round club and a great bunch of people and um, so we have to bounce back fairly quick from this ourselves look we're out of the intermediate it's a first year in us in the club itself so you know to get to the quarter-final is a, is a good achievement albeit we're still disappointed that we lost Um. We France is now this Thursday away on Balvano. so we need to go on a bit of a run in the league to pick up points and kind of beat the teams around us as well um, because at the start of the year the objective was get promoted. We go up again the next league and obviously challenge year on year from there but the main thing is get promoted. We're still in the metro um, which we have Kabarik in that which will be in the next week or two. We were supposed to Supposed to play them this Wednesday, but I obviously got called off to accommodate for for yesterday. But um, it'd be nice to go on a cup run, get far and that, and pick up something. But the main objective here is just get promoted. We go up next year and, and challenge again. So yeah, there's a, there you go. As promised.
0: And that's Declan Woods of Collinstown talking about his trip down to Cork the weekend? Um, didn't get the result they wanted. Unfortunately, knocked out of the cup. But um. What can you do? Still a fair play to lads going down two weeks in a row. It's a hard ask for any club yeah. at any level. Well, not at any level if you had up, it wouldn't be hard to ask, man. United took it out the court two weeks in a row, but at our level it's uh,
1: ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> tough down there. Uh yeah, well, listen, um they've done themselves very proud getting to that f- getting that far in their first year in it. As he mentioned, and listen, a club very much on the up. So um listen, we'll we'll keep covering them. Uh, I'm sure they'll be in a final at some stage near the end of the season we'll try to get to that as well I need to stop promising that we're going to get out because we're
0: not doing yeah 100% <laughs> and uh, just for the record if Mick promises something it doesn't mean I'm going to be there
1: Like Mick can make all the false promises he wants I promise to go and I'll I'm make like, my own false, false promises <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, so that's pretty much everything in regards to anyone involved with the Leinster Senior League Unless Yeah, you have d- anything
0: there well we just want to send our condolences out to St. Kevin's Boys as their club director Paul Smith sadly
1: passed away this week yeah very popular man uh, as you can tell by the um the reaction online um so yeah absolutely condolences to everyone involved there and um, there's a there's a very
0: nice video on their twitter of um photos of paul and it's a lovely classy gesture from the club so fair to play to saint kevin boys for that um a little interesting thing i seen on the uh the LSL Major Saturday, just moving on, keeping with the LSL for another couple of minutes, is yeah. the Bluebell-Cherry Orchard battle at the top of the Major Saturday division. Okay. So Talk Bluebell to. played 13 games, 28 yeah. points. Cherry Orchard played 12, 26 points. They've both played each other and both won at home. So Cherry Orchard will be playing one of the lower teams in the league to maybe take the league and take the lead in that division. So that's going to prove to be yeah. a very interesting league over the next couple of weeks. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that and hopefully get out to a couple of Cherry Orchard games. Because you're making promises. Well, I said hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> is not a promise.
1: Um, so that's about all there is for the LSL, I think. Just before we go. Uh, there's always a little bit more. Yeah, the fixtures are out for the Leinster Senior League. What's your, uh, what's your pick of the week, Mick? So my pick of the week, uh, it's fairly obvious. Uh, Cahill Cup semi-final, Friday 8th of March. Saint Machus at home to United. That is a tasty fixture. Quarter to eight, eight kickoff out in um, out Portstown there. So if you're not doing anything, we're going about to where
0: Portstown. Oh, I said I thought
1: you mispronounced Booterstown. Never mind. No, it's um, okay. Great setup out there. If 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 you've nothing on, if you're out that way, please by all means, it'll be a cracking game. Uh, very good referee as well, as I see here down here. Do you have um, um, Do you have nothing on Friday, Mick? Are you going to make a promise? Uh, I'm absolutely not going to this game that's what I'm going to promise I definitely <laughs> won't be venturing out there but uh, what I can do is if the striker
0: online are listening and they want to cover that game on we watch yes. we'll watch that stream so yeah absolutely so a
1: pick of the week absolutely uh, Porterstown Friday night if you're not doing anything uh, St. Monctus versus Crumlin should be a cracker sounds good so are we done
0: with the LSL or do you have any little nope nuggets sorry to add in afterwards? There. Yeah, so right so we're going to move on to
1: mixed bread and butter the um the UCFL. Yeah, so uh Premier Division, um it's heating up. Uh I know. Um uh, we um V C were the only team in action, but before we go there, uh we had obviously the Oscar trainer stuff last week. Um I guess the kind of the reaction that we got I suppose I think it was a little bit surprised about in the sense that people were still talking about the nonsense around the games, but like I thought the important thing was the fact that
0: the nonsense around the article,
1: yeah, that, that, that the manager didn't put the article out, yeah, the, the, the fact that this article was made
0: up. for the board of the UCFL and uh, somehow it made it to the website of the yeah, UCFL, so it was pretty much the shocking point we were trying to get across. We, yeah, we don't too, really,
1: I'm um, not really too concerned about how, um, how Hutch kind of this, how he kind of decided to run things. Uh that's his decision. I don't agree with kind of not training and no friendlies that point of view, but he gave us his reaction and his reasons why he did that and most were were most of his answers were fair enough I thought. Um yeah, no, be I'd got agree to with you from reading his answers I wouldn't I'd have I wouldn't have anything bad to say about Hutch at all. No. Um I guess it, 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 we did get um I don't know, I think I was too harsh in the fact that maybe both of us were uh, when we found out that the liberties players didn't um, didn't show up. I we straight away goes why wouldn't you show up when you're asked? It's meant to be no, an honour. That probably because goes down
0: to us not not actually reaching out to liberties and asking them.
1: We d- we would have had to do a lot of reaching out. Yeah, like to, get like to, get to get all to get parties involved. involved. So um, and it's a,
0: it's the same case with the the Dunshockland thing. We can only report on the information we're given. That's that's it. And this is the information we were given. And we weren't trying to make a point about the players. We were more trying... The whole thing about the article was we were trying to point out the fact that this article, which was damning to many clubs, made it to the UCFL website. When it shouldn't have. That is, That was our main point. I'm so assigned
1: we, by someone who didn't write. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like. A named ghostwriter. Yeah, you know what I mean? We, like, we didn't, definitely didn't mean to um, to... Slate liberties, which is probably what it came across to be, uh, maybe, yeah, a little in the bit. Sense,
1: but uh, they got in touch with us fairly sharpish just to and, and we got back to them maybe six deep. days later. Didn't realize Mick
0: sent me the screenshot of the message, I didn't realize, didn't reply. So, um, I yeah. apologized anyway when I got back to them this morning.
1: <laughs> I replied and then forgot to ring them. Um, not to, anyway, not getting into work here, but um. Yes, so we they got in touch, like, they didn't get in touch to give out to so us, they got in touch to put their point across. So
0: um, Just you- to clear the air, we, we'd say that to any team, that if, if we say something that's not entirely true, get on to us. We're not here to have a go at all in any way, we try and be unbiased, as unbiased as possible, but also have a bit of crack at the same time. So if you take something personally, please don't, I don't know you personally. Not trying to have a go with you. Relaxing it. Just trying to have a bit of crack. <laughs> so get on to us and we will sort the issues out that you have. Sorry Mick, make it got a bit personal there. Um, um,
1: yeah, so you got on to... Barry management. Slattery. Barry Slattery. Okay. The
0: coach of Liberties. Well, I have heard
1: any of this. So.
0: He's actually one of the players selected for the Oscar trainer
1: team. Okay.
2: So initially... So said, what happened?
1: Uh, so what we were told in the, in the website is that they didn't want to play because... Uh, three of them were called up but they wanted a fourth player called up that's what we were told so
0: what happened? so I spoke to Barry Lattery today a good long phone call very nice lad and he explained to me the situation so the Liberties players had three called up initially and one on standby the player on standby was a striker and he was meant to be the lads think he's one of the best players in the league I haven't seen him play but he's meant to be a very good footballer. I might see him play on Saturday against VEC. I don't know. Not making promises. But the lads felt he should be in the team. And if you've got three of your teammates saying this lad should be in the team, he probably should be. Hmm. Yeah. Like okay. You know you know your teammates better than a random manager knows your teammates. So the lads who were selected were looking forward to it. They were excited. And this, um, the liberties are only in the UCFL a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. So... They were really excited and honoured to be part of the, the league team. They didn't really know much about it because obviously being in the league a couple of years, weren't too sure what was going on. Kind of disheartened at the fact that they weren't training. So Barry told me he spoke to Paul, Paul Hutchinson, the Oscar trainer team manager. And... From speaking to Paul, he understood that the kind of play that he wanted, the kind of team or the kind of sorry, where am I going? The kind of system of play they wanted was the kind of long ball over the top to tall strikers. Mm. Because he told Barry that the reason they didn't want their fourth player was because he didn't chase back and header the ball. Oh, so right. they're looking for a tall striker and they picked your your mate from the VC that scored oh, eight all the goals. Nylund. Yeah. Eight well, like... Can't argue that. Yep. Yeah. So, from from the conversation he had with Hutch, he said, well, that style of play wouldn't suit me. I'm not going to take part. Didn't ask any other lads not to take part, but explained to them that this is the kind of system of play they're going to be playing, which doesn't suit the style of play that Liberties play. Mm. Liberties are a kind of team that want to get the ball on the ground, shift
1: it around, do. Yes, very good to watch. I saw them last year against Harding uh, in a cup game. Uh, they were Division 1 at the time, both got promoted to the Premier. Harding were about to win the league so and they were excellent they put it up to Harding so they're really good to watch so if you're around and Liberties are playing you you go out and watch them so
0: yeah yeah so he just felt that his players and him didn't fit the style of play of the league team which is fair enough and mm. they might have found that out easier if a training session had been organised yeah and that's kind of where I feel the miscommunication happened so if a training session had been organised, the players came out, the manager might have seen that these lads don't fit their style of play. Yeah. Or the style he wants to play. Yeah. And um, if you're not going to train, the manager needs to pick players that are going to sit, play the system that he wants. Because he's not going to be able to tell... He's not going to have time to coach a player. He's got to sit down in the on the M9 having refreshments or discussing tactics, handing out jumpers. It's not a time you want to tell 11 lads how to play.
1: So... <laughs> Why not just put one team in it? Why not just go whoever wins the league? There you go.
0: That's not a bad idea at all. You represent
1: UCFL. That's, that's what the LSL do. So, well, the LSL use Crumlin and some other team flags as well. Yeah, but the, it's the, it's, it's the majority, AUL. The it's majority AUL majority use Orsher Celtic.
0: Is it not the, the? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna challenge you on football information. I'm just going reg- to regurgitate something I read on the internet last week to make up but I'm, I'm not going to challenge you because you've been you've been reading the football articles on the internet about terrible football longer than I have
1: <laughs> you're getting a lot of it wrong though so uh, from what I believe the AUL use Usher Usher Celtic regardless um, it, it used to, yeah yeah Um, and I don't know what the reason is behind that again we don't cover AUL too much so but, um from a couple of people have told me that it's it's sure who they use. Um the Lancet Senior League team is mainly composed of Crumlin Saturday team. Um, you'll see online that Boot Road had a few players in it as well. So if we're having trouble getting uh, teams to or players to come from loads of different teams to train in midweek or to play midweek, why don't we just go, listen, here you go, uh, congratulations on winning the league. Here, the honour of that is you represent the UCFL next year uh, in the Oscar trainer. People might say, oh, but that, that devalues the tournament. I disagree in the sense that you're giving the, 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 this these winners the opportunity to go, well, we won the league and this is what we get to do. We get to put on the the UCFL jerseys and we got to go and represent them down in Carlo versus Defence Forces versus Kilkenny against the LSL, AUL, etc. May, if we're not able to get the players to train together from loads of different teams maybe that's the answer I understand what people are going to come back well Harding won it last year we can't get Aiden Holland to play VCs banging in the goals fair enough but like we need to, we want to give these teams the best possible chance to win to, to, to get to progress to as far as we can the last two teams to represent haven't done very well so and that's down to, it's not down to, what's it down to? Not, lack of preparation. Do you know well, what I mean? I'd say like a prep, lack of lack of training and
0: even the lack of attempts to organise training sessions. So, cause speaking to Barry Slattery, he said that the, the four lads selected, he's the coach and he would have allowed the four lads to go train, no problem. And the lads want to go and train with the other guys as well. Because you could learn something from playing with yeah, a whole group air, of players like. as well. Like, it's 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 beneficial it's for you the league, teams. for teams to mix yeah. like that. So, why it's not done it's kind of it's a disservice to the UCFL not to organise training sessions between teams because you can pick up and it, like Paul Hutch comes across a very good coach mm, yeah, so yeah. if you're if you're managing a team and you see a manager like Paul Hutch he might go and train might take a couple of sessions with your players and they might come back with a couple of couple of tips a couple of things you weren't thinking about and it might add to your squad as well They might not you might be a great coach yourself But Hutch, I'm not making comments ah oh, Mick's shaking his head gone too far here what am I talking about
1: oh here we go just gone down a hole yeah, does this so, have to be the first bit of editing we have done done the
0: show no so, so, what I'm saying is it can be beneficial for teams as well, well I just got sidetracked and no. down the rabbit hole with Alisson went
1: uh, yeah no listen if if we're not able to if next season he decides and he goes listen I can't get these lads to train he's managed VEC if he's taking it again just use the VEC players
0: yeah or or lads ring, ring them said. up and say we're training this night can you make it Yes or no. No, you're not on the team. Yes, come down, but you need to make all these sessions. Have pre-made dates.
1: Yeah, it's, see, it's tough in the sense that if you if you say to a player, oh, you can't make training, then you're gone. Like, if you say that to five or six lads, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're scraping the barrels down in Division 2. Yeah, but you still have all of the VEC there ready to play.
0: Use your core as VEC and then pick some of the lads you want. If they don't rock up, there you have your core anyway. Yeah, listen, I think... <clears throat> There can be changes made. I think that might be beneficial to the UCFL. I
1: think. I think. First of all, I think the whole competition needs a revamp, and it needs to be. There needs to be a big deal about the draw. There needs to be big, like a, a draw on Facebook Live. It's simple to do. You go, oh, blah, blah blah blah, do all that. AUL versus LSL the weekend uh, just gone. Um, last weekend, sorry, like that's the two biggest leagues probably. Two most well known leagues they're playing against each other and strike on line are there broadcasting. That's the right thing to do. So, why not do it for the whole? And they broadcast then defence forces can click any brilliant, excellent. Do it for the draw, build up a bit of fandom, build up then a bit of fandom then for the UCFL. The UCFL then should build up a bit of um, Razzmatazz for it and go, well, put out. Um, like a, a a publication to say, well, here's the squad. These are who they are from. These are the teams they they play for, etc. etc. Instead of getting a, an epoxy text off someone going, oh, here's the team, pal. Like publish it. Like just, people say, oh, it's 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 devaluing the tournament if you. But the lack of preparation is devaluing the tournament. So put someone into it who has battled to win the league, a Kulak, cool a Liberties VC, and go right, lads. Whenever the Oscar trainers on next year work away you represent the um, the UCFL if you feel like you need to draft one or two in you can draft Aidan in you can draft I don't know Blaine from Kulov Village do that but here's your reward go out and represent the UCFL as best you can possible you all know how to play each other you won the league last year that's the best the UCFL has to offer for this season go out and do it try it why not doesn't have to. then you don't have some random manager then having to having the backache of taking over the UCFL team as well so say Liberty's it, and sorry his name is
0: it's uh, Brian Slattery
1: Brian goes Well, we'll, we'll after to win the Premier Division isn't that brilliant next year we'll be idle every time we have an Oscar trainer game for the week building up to it and we'll train and etc etc and he gets to take his team and put his wits against the best of the LSL the AUL Defence Forces and the UCFL can go, right. we'll rent out the Oscar trainer for our home games. You can play there. Wouldn't that be, like if, we, if my team won the league, that'd be deadly, I think. Anyway, that's my yeah, opinion. You get a few yeah. trips away down the country if you can get down. King exactly. Teddy, yeah, if you UCF, get down there. We, UCFL pay for it. I've heard they've done brilliant things for previous trips away. Never, a penny wasn't spared. So they, they care about it. But, maybe just, we need to change what we're doing with it. Why yeah. not just... Like the likes
0: that, the likes of four Liberties players, if they're, I haven't seen them play. You have. Yes. I will see them play the weekend. That's what my aim is. I'm going to make a false promise here. I'm going to say I'm going to see that game. If they are great at playing football on the ground, they can add to a team.
1: Exactly, but like...
0: Why aren't we using what we have? And um, I I do feel sorry for the Liberty players that didn't get to take part, that their, their play didn't suit the system of play. And that's why it, it might have been a waste, a waste of time for them to turn up if they weren't going to be used in the in the way that they're best able to be
1: used. Yeah, I was just think, let's try something different. Keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. Stupid. Sorry. <laughs> Got a bit deep into that.
0: Yeah, so thanks to Brian for Fair for place, taking Brian. my call Fair today. Place. Sunday morning, talked me for 20 minutes. Good shout with him, nice guy. So I'm hoping to get out the weekend and watch him and hoping the, the VEC keeper doesn't see me
1: stuff a big big mac in your yeah. face how are we a pal what's <laughs> the story uh, so yeah so next week they're playing Liberties are playing VC that yeah, is well, in
0: they might be short a few players because there's rugby James on <laughs> is there rugby on is there. the rugby on this weekend no I think it's on next weekend so oh, m- they so might be short that. a few players because of the
1: rugby what a stupid playing sport it's terrible <laughs> Uh oh I hate it so much. Right, okay. Um Liberties Liberties versus V C next week should be a cracker. Yeah, so um, be a really good game. Uh so you're gonna go out so where is it? It
0: is in the VEC grounds. It is at twelve o'clock, which is a time that suits me. Okay. Um so in their previous meetings, the Liberties or Liberties even. Oh with the Liberties. That's the, the Liberties. Look, either or Liberties slash the Liberties lost three one to VEC at home. At the start of the season there... Um, not the start of the season,
1: the, in September. Oh, was, yeah, which which is season. the start of the season. <laughs> I wouldn't read too much into that result, to be honest uh, They you. beat They beat Liberties at home. Yeah, I wouldn't read, read too much into it. Oh, sorry, they ran.
0: beat VEC when VEC were at home. So, at the moment, the Liberties have played 12 games. They're on 24 points. And VEC have played 10. And they're on 23 points. But
1: this is a cup game.
0: This is a cup game. Challenge but this how they this fix in the league. So, points on the board mean put, mean more than games in hand. But... yeah. Even a draw for VEC in the two games will put them equal on points in the league. So yes. there should be two fairly matched teams and it's going to be a very good cup game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a cracker. Like it, 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 We were talking about t- t- whoever wins will be favourite, I think. Um, for the to, league? F- to win, No, to win the cup. Oh, sorry. To win that particular cup. Um, that's the Challenge Cup. And elsewhere in the Challenge Cup we had a major shock this week. Um, Castle Celtic's Premier Division side who thumped us uh, last week, 6-1. They went out to face Swords Manor, who are also in our division. And they were beaten 3-2 by Swords Manor. Now, Castle Celtic um, play on the Astro in Larkview. They have lost seven out of their eight games on grass.
0: Maybe they shouldn't play on grass.
1: We can't. There's nothing you can do. The plays in grass, like, um, so. Um, yeah, shock it around. Listen, d- Swords Manor. Went one, they were never behind Swords. They went one nil up through Joey Keegan. Uh, Castle equalised, then two one up Swords Manor again, then two two, and then 90th minute winner for Swords Manor uh, via uh, Jordan Hamilton. Um, so 90th minute winner ref they kicked off and blew it up straight away. S- speaking to a few of the castle lads, uh, as I know them personally well, they didn't show up. Um again they've they've lamented the fact that they cannot play. I don't know what's going on. But they're they've lost seven out of eight on grass and um yeah really disappointing for them because to out, they're out they're not competing for anything in the in the league. Probably concentrating on staying up. They're out of the Challenge Cup now so the only thing left for them is the Richard Knight, which they're playing this week, against Kulak Village. Um, and Kulak Village also play on the Astro as well. Um, and so Kulok play on Astro and Castle play on Astro. Um, and I just told you that they're playing, they've lost seven or eight games on grass. Interestingly enough, this fixture is down for Stanaway Park, which is a grass pitch. So I think Castle might, I don't know, I think Castle might have uh, volunteered, or maybe not. Their pitch might be. I know they share that pitch, so they, it may not be available. So they're playing this game on grass versus Kulak Village in the Richard Knight Cup, um, and this is that's probably the last thing they have to play for. Um, so that's Castle
0: uh, said like sitting second from bottom in the league. I think they? mm. so they've won two of the last nine games, and Killock have won nine of the last twelve. So you, and. and Kulak are also no, the first cr- in the league.
1: Yeah, the criticism of Kulak from outside would be that they also have the benefit of an Astro and they don't tend to do well when they go away and play on grass. Now, I think that's the top of the league. you know. <laughs> so, um... I think Kulak would be
0: the big favourites for that game. You think so?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so that's Swords Manor then into the quarter final, I believe, of the... Challenge Cup, uh, Drumcondra, then from Division 1, who are having an unbelievable season into the quarterfinal as well. Goals from Lorcan Dooley and Ryan Kelly continued uh, their brilliant run as they beat Drumcondra 2 0, or sorry, they beat Port 2 0. And they're also now in the quarterfinals along with Aston Village who played Sanford St. Mary's, who are also in Division 2. So that was Division 1 versus Division 2 for Aston Village. Would have been strong, strong favourites um, going into this game. It was 1-0 at halftime, and Sanford St. Mary's missed a penalty. Well, it was 1-0 one one just at, um, just after half time to make it 1-1. It was blazed over by Craig Farrell, and they ended up losing 4-1. Uh, so Aston Village are into the quarterfinal. Drum Conjure are into the quarterfinal. Swords Manor are into the quarterfinal. So, Liberties versus VC, I think the winner of the Challenge Cup is coming from that game.
0: That's fair enough. And just as you touched on um, Sanford St. Mary's there, I got a tweet off them last week from D Hill about their goalkeeper, Johnny Mullen. Oh, legend. And he asked, is he <laughs> the oldest player in the league? He said he, he, he's probably on the short side of 60. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know Johnny himself, myself. But
1: uh, I did know John. He was. Oh, would I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, he's a legend, absolute legend. I, uh, I, what's the question? Is he the oldest keeper in the league? No,
0: my, my question will be to the listeners. What is the what is the oldest player
1: in the league? Do, who is the oldest player you've so, played with? Is it definitely him? hundred percent. How you? Ha, he's around yeah. since the eighties. like he's playing the thousand since in the eighties. Like,
0: I put him on the Oscar trainer team. <laughs> Just put him on it. I'm. So I, 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 I anyway. Just put I'm, him on it. I'm ninety nine point
1: nine percent. Sure, well, I'm look, we're flying the with the statistics in this episode. You yeah. need to go
0: back to that fan mail now. You don't. You're know. reading that
1: too much. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, John is a legend and um, a good UCFL man. So yes, I would say he's easily the oldest player in the league. Yeah, he's a few more. So well, we've a couple on our team.
0: They're not that old, and don't be saying too much. We have to see them tomorrow, Mick. They're very old. Well, they look old. Yeah. They're old enough that they don't know how to listen to a podcast. Anyway, we're yeah, safe. Yeah, don't yeah. be yeah, worried. We're safe.
1: We're safe. Ancient. Um, so, yeah. Listen. Uh, they still look up scores on the teletext. 303. <laughs> um, yeah, so VC. is the big one next week. Uh, VC were in league action this weekend. Uh, well, the other teams didn't play a league game. They beat last year's champions Harding. Every time we talk about Char- Harding on this... Podcast, they've lost poor lads. If only we started last year, lads, eh? Uh, we would have been talking about you every week winning and how good you were. Um, they won 2 0 out in Rings Park. Uh, Ferry, a new signing, got his first goal for VC, and I'm gonna butcher someone's name here again. Raymond Yaudems scored the second call, so they won 2 0. There's a bit of Bit of back and forth between the two clubs on their Instagram accounts. So go give them a follow and see what what is going. on. You know who on?
0: else is good crack on Instagram? Who? Swords Manor. They enjoy their enjoy their tweets. They don't hold back too much. Oh, on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry, not Instagram, Twitter. Yeah,
0: enjoy that. So, if um, <laughs> if your club's a bit of crack on Twitter, just follow us and tag us really, because I I really enjoy reading that. A bit of um a bit of banter on Twitter is not. It doesn't go unnoticed. It's good It's good fun. Yeah, so... Even if you mean it, it's fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, a, a, a very good win for VC. That puts them, as we mentioned already, uh, four points behind leaders Kulak, with two games in hand on Kulak. So, uh, Liberties are in second on 24 points, a point ahead of VC. who um, VC also have two games in hand on them. So, really exciting title to- race we have on our hands there. Um... So yeah, all going well. Um that's pretty much it from the UCFL from me. And that is the lot from me as
0: well. Yeah, we kinda Are we doing? We we might be doing, yeah. So just a couple of shout outs this week. Um thanks to Shane Smith for covering the coming game and sending me a nice video of the goal. Um, Ryan Plunkett for getting in touch from the UCFL or the from sorry, Ryan Plunkett for getting in touch from the liberties about oh, yeah. uh, get, getting that information for me and clearing that up. Fair play to you Val. Well. and fair play to Moktus as well for sending me over a goal Moctis. last week. Moktus, <laughs> um for sending me over a video of a goal last week. If you have any more goals to send in, send get them. them. In. We'll put them, them. them over to the Twitter. Um, I'm trying to put a video together of a few goals, but I was going to go weekly, but it's pointless. Two, two goals. I've got three or four now so when we get to 10 we're going to release a video and see if we can get a couple of them going before the end of the season you can find us on Twitter at Mixer Podcast and we are on Spotify Apple share it with your friends your
1: family the postman any of your neighbours you still talk to tell us about your games if you've got a game coming up and you're in Division 47 of the Leinster Football League and you think it's worth covering let us know we'll go out and we'll ask someone to cover first
0: yeah <laughs> tag Mick in it he'll um, Mick, Mick would rather talk about how a team in division three A take corner kicks as opposed to talking about Premier League football. So he'll definitely be interested in talking to you about your division. So hit us Sad up life. and <laughs> I suppose we'll we'll talk to you next week if you're still listening. And if you hate us for slagging your Duncan team or anybody else, sorry about that boys. It was only a bit of crack. And we'll see you again next week. Look. Cheers.